right now on MMA Fancast. Episode 27, we have a little lull in action in MMA, so we look ahead to UFC 211, UFC 212, Bellator 179, and we even take a look at the monster Bellator card, the biggest Bellator card in the history, Bellator 180, which will happen at Madison Square Garden. We talk about all of the headlining fights. The heavyweight championship is up on the line in UFC 211, Stipe versus JDS, as well as UFC 212, Max Holloway and Jose Aldo. Join us right now on MMA Fancast. MMA Fancast back and on the attack. We got a full house here tonight. And I'm just warning you guys right now, we have a bunch of wired up clowns here. I don't know what the deal is, but prior to, we're doing sound checks. These guys are acting crazy, acting a fool. And so I don't know what, I, I, I can't promise you that the next hour won't be a complete an utter waste of your time. I can't make that promise. However, I will do my best to keep the boys in line. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for episode 27 of MMA FanCast. I am your host, Ryan Middleton, and I am joined by three of the best-looking monkeys I've ever seen in my life. Uh, first, we have a man who will flex at any given chance, and He'll he's flex up, his sleeves off. I'm, I'm pretty I sure. I don't I'm pretty sure he's about to. There it is. Sleeves, there's the flex. Sleeves are short enough. Ladies and gentlemen, he is in his upper 90s and still willing to flex for for us. The man, the legend, Jim Sahara Mooney. What's up? What's up? What's up? He is sitting to his left. Flanked. Flanked. You learned that word on this podcast, didn't you? Hey, I learned a lot from this podcast, okay? Flanked to his left, we have someone who is just about the busiest human being I know. He, he has all, one, all of one child. One child, and it's, it, that causes him to be the world's busiest human being. Ladies and gentlemen... Terry Dactyl. Thank you for the lovely introduction. I saw the ratings were down. I thought I, I need to do something about this. The world needs a little bit more of Terry Dactyl. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing us number one on the charts tomorrow. So let's do it. Let's get it on. Last, we have the Midnight Driver. The man who gets things done. Not only did he get the driving done, he got the camera work done, he got the Bellator 178 job done. He is the man of many talents, Johnny Stats. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Johnny, you know Stats. That's his name. That's his nickname. <laughs> his, his whole name is Johnny, you know Stats. Because if, I don't know if you guys have noticed... 
But John will start with a thought, and then he'll just just say, you know. And then we're like, no, I don't know. What do you mean? Do you ever Have you noticed that? No. He'll just say, the, those guys were doing such a good, you know. And I'm like, wait, no, <laughs> please tell me. I'll have to listen for it. Yeah, just pick. He's the Johnny, you know, stats. So he knows stats and, you know. So we got a little, uh, you know, there was no UFC, no Bellator action this weekend. And there is not next weekend. And so we have a little lull in the action. That's going to allow us to kind of look ahead and kind of talk about all of the, the, the stuff that's going on in the, the rumor mill um, section and, and see what's really uh, what's going on in the world of MMA. And so we'll start with uh, just looking ahead to the, the schedule. Uh, UFC, the next, the next fight is scheduled for UFC 211, which is due to take place on May 13th, just two weeks away. Um, and we have, I, I, guys, I, I look at this card and I think, wow, this is great. In Dallas, Texas, this is. Um, I think, I think they were looking um, to possibly schedule a fight in Cowboy Stadium back when they were first thinking about going to Dallas for this card. They were going to make it um, a huge card and try to be in Cowboy Stadium, but I, I don't think they had the right the right fit for it. But the heavyweight strap is on the line. And Stipe Miocic versus Junior Dos Santos headlines the card. We have a another title fight is the co-main event, and that's Joanne Jedrzejczyk versus Jessica Andrade. And so, a really you, you pronounce that right, I think. No, no, we have we get it wrong. It's like Joanna, like the J uh. silent. So you mean first name I got wrong, but I said the last name right? No, last name is not even close. Rogan says it's something different when he when he's talked to her. I, I can't even... You should start so a fast. Rogopedia because you always... Like Joe Rogan's your litmus test. Like he never mispronounces anything. If he's it's the it. way Rogan pronounces it, it is the correct way. That is true. Yeah, that makes sense. That's I, I agree with you. It's, so like people... If he well is the stated. announcer... Yeah. Yeah, so, like, buffer means nothing. It's Ooh, Rogan. Did that come with an attitude? I sensed a little attitude. So if buffer and Rogan differ, it's Rogan. Um, No, I'll go buffer, right? If they differ. No, I, I would go Rogan. Yeah. What about, where does... Um, because there's two... Well, I would go with Rogan. Only because he's with somebody constantly talking about the fighters. But see, I think I think it would be buffer because he's got one shot. He's Buffer has the card, time. and he like phonetically writes their name so he doesn't mispronounce it. So he'll. So, so if you ever look at his what? announcing cards, like they've they've shown them online, right. if you ever look at those, they have he how he phonetically. So he asks them, the fighters like, okay, exactly how do you pronounce your name, and then he phonetically writes. Right, but is this a hypothetical conversation, or are you saying Buffer did differ from Rogan? No, I'm saying hypothetically. Okay, well, we're hypothetical right Yeah, now. yeah, we're, we're totally <laughs> hypothetical. Because he's acting like Rogan no, 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 is no. the name-pronouncing God, right? He said, if you go, if you check his Twitter page, I think he tweeted this past weekend, I am the, the name-pronouncing God. God. Yeah, that, I'm pretty that's sure actually, it's there. Was I, it God or deity or something it's like God. that? It's, oh, God. It's God. Although yeah. he, he, has, he has no... 
belief in that whatsoever. He is. He but he is. His own God. <laughs> I am who I am. Uh, so that's settled. <laughs> so looking at this card, guys, this is a big card. Big card. Big card. You have in the in the in the the five main card fights. You have two title fights. You have number one contenders, and in Damian Maya, uh, uh, Frankie Edgar, Masvidal's right up there. Rodriguez is an up and coming guy. You have Sergio Pettis, who's on a, 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 a pretty good run. And then you in the prelims, you have Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier to to That's take people to take people into the into the uh, pay per view. That's a solid, yeah. That's a solid, really solid on. card. Yeah, the fight I, that I'm looking forward to on that one is is Maya, Damian Maya. I just I think he should be in line after this fight, assuming that he wins. He should be in line. For I don't think that's an assumption we should make. Well, Masvidal, you're right because of the way that Dane has been scheduling the fights now. Well, not or, even that. You know, with the callouts and who knows who could be in line for a title fight next with the way that things have been scheduled. The WWE booking. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a casual fan, you know I like it because I'd rather see uh, I'd rather see the money fight than than uh, one versus two. I think there's uh, there's so if you're gonna sit there and say every fight should be number one contender, I disagree with that. Right. I think there's a a That's safe a, balance with that. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see most of the time, it's one versus two. But when there's a better fight that would draw a lot more money, you got to book it. Uh, yeah, people that I, I don't know, I just disagree completely um, with the whole. Oh, it's the number one contender always gets the shot. Now listen, there are times like GSP has earned the right. People that are up in arms about GSP coming in for a middleweight title shot, I'm sorry, you're wrong. He draws fans. He draws money. And he's unbeaten in the past ten fights. So I thought you were going to say in the past three years, but that's because he's been off. Well, that's a astute observation. <laughs> so I am astute. He he has been. He has earned the right. Just like Dana White has recently admitted, and it's been in the headlines that that Conor McGregor has a longer lease than your average UFC fighter. Yes, of he course. He draws a lot of money. That is, you know what that's called? It's called life. <laughs> yeah. If you don't think that happens in the rest of the world with every business, with every sports yeah. team, with it's called life. Guess what? If the third string quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers would have been accused of what Ben Roethlisberger was accused of, he would have been released within weeks. But because it was Ben Roethlisberger, he has a longer string. He has a longer rope. Yeah. They'll, they'll just like the sales team. Absolutely. If you're producing, you get a longer leash. Exactly. If you're not, you're out of if there. If you've produced in sales for five solid years, and then all of a sudden there's a four month gap where you're just not producing, they'll let that four months ride out because they you've 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 earned that. Yeah. You built a reputation. So they know, okay, something's going on. Maybe we can figure this out. But if you're new to the team 
and you're given your initial like time period, and then you go four months after that time period, and you're done do- producing. You're done. Guess what? See you later. Like we need people that can produce. You Bye-bye. you haven't earned that right yet. Conor McGregor has made the UFC has helped. If if Conor McGregor is not in the UFC, the UFC does not sell for four point two billion dollars. And he he leveled them up. Now, is it three billion dollars? I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. Maybe they sell for $3 billion, but ultimately he made the UFC a lot of money and therefore he has earned, he has also fought on short notice. He's fought, he's taken fights against other fighters because someone got hurt on short notice. Like, because he's that good. Because he's that kind of guy. He has stepped in on short notice. He's done all of those things. The guy has earned the right. And just like, so there's certain GSP has earned the right to step in, even move up a weight class, jump in over, over um. Uh, what's his Yoel. name? What? Yoel. Yoel Romero. Who's a beast? I kept thinking of Yair Rodriguez, and I'm going, no, it's not Yair. Yoel. Um, so that's just life. That's called life, folks. <laughs> that's not anything new. Um. So sorry for the rant. That's all right. So looking at that card, I mean, Damian Maya and Masvidal. So you think this is like a uh, an easy win for? Maya? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, but you want you want him to win because you want revenge for for uh, Masvidal beating Cerrone, don't you? <laughs> yeah, sort of. Although I've as uh, much as I like Cowboy, I've. You know, I've I've lost my confidence in him in big fights, where it gets just, him over the yeah, top. Yeah, he just he can't seem to. He's like that number five gatekeeper. He's not gonna ever get beyond that. Yeah, and he's not gonna drop down much below it until he gets, until age catches up with him. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's gonna be a good matchup. Maya's obviously gonna come in and and use uh, try and get the fight to the ground and wrap him up like a pretzel, but. I, I don't know. I'd I'd like to see him come out on top. I Masvidal is is a tough customer. Yeah, Masvidal's. I mean, you look at Cerrone. He be, when you beat Donald Cerrone on the feet, you got some good striking. Right. And Cerrone's not a guy that is goes down easily. He's not a guy that you can just bully or anything like that. Cerrone's a good striker, a good kickboxer um, in his own right. So. You got, uh, he beat Jake Ellenberger in the first round um, with punches, and he beat Pearson, uh, Ross Pearson as well. So he's on a three-fight win streak. I Listen, Maya, obviously, he takes it to the ground. I think it's his fight to win. And Maya's wrestling has gotten a lot, really good over the past five years. I remember Maya used to be strictly a jiu-jitsu guy, but his wrestling is very good now. His takedowns are very good. Um, that's something that, you know, a lot of jiu-jitsu guys don't, don't learn to get a good wrestling takedown. And he, he has, he has really good takedowns. Um, he'll just smother you. Well, he's on a, a pretty good run himself, and a couple of those big wins in there for him. To me, what I thought was the most impressive was his decision over Gunnar Nelson. Um, his, his most recent victory, uh, Carlos Condit, before that Matt Brown, and then uh, before that was Gunnar. 
I just I think Gunner is one of those guys that flies under the radar, but could easily be, you know, that guy that can sneak in for title contention. Well, he's a sneaky guy. Yes. He's a karate guy that if you get the right matchup, he's going to look really good. But then if he gets the wrong matchup, he looks bad. Right. So that's the thing with Gunner is, you know, there's talk with, about him going, him fighting against um, the other karate guy that just um, just lost at UFC 205 in the rematch. Oh, uh, Thompson. Thompson. Wonderboy. Wonderboy. So if those be an interesting. If those two went at it, that would be that'd be interesting. I, I I would love to see it, but I don't think that that he's deserved that kind of shot. That kind Gunner? of yeah. Uh-huh. Gunner hasn't hasn't earned that shot yet. So one, two, three, four, five, five, six fight win streak um, after for Damian Maya after losing two straight. At UFC 170, and uh, back in 2013 and 14, he, he was on a two-fight losing streak to Jake Shields and Rory McDonald. So since then, he's won six straight, moved in the uh, weight. I think, did he move weight divisions? He moved up he to was, middleweight. Uh, he, he, he was at 170 to, prior to that. He used to be middleweight. Yeah. No, he is middleweight now. Well, he. Uh, I thought he was welterweight. No, welterweight is what he was before. He moved up weight class. Or down. Maya? He moved down. No, he, he was at middleweight, now he's at welterweight. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's welterweight Correct. now. Right. Correct. Yeah, because do you remember the Maya-Anderson Silva fight? No, I, I didn't see it, but he uh, that went the distance. It was It was painful. He kept, like, flopping on the ground and, want, like, wanting Silva to just get on top of him. It was... It was not a pretty thing. Um, it was kind of, uh, yeah, that would be a fight you'd want to watch on Fight Pass because it's, mm-hmm. it's like a memorable fight. Not in a good way. What's well, Fight Pass? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, Frankie Edgar, um, you know, when he was the lightweight champion... I just thought, you know, this is a guy who could make a run at it. And then he's just kind of been that guy who's, like, number two all the time. He can't beat the number one guy. I wouldn't even call him the number two guy anymore. Wow. He was for a long time. Oh, yeah. I I just, I I think he's starting to fall into the uh, Cerrone category. Mm, See, I wouldn't drop him into Cerrone category. I mean, Cerrone's, like, top five. I think... Frankie Edgar's like top two or three. I mean, I don't even honestly, I don't even know if 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 uh, Cerrone's top five. Well, I'm looking at. Um, so, how do you figure that he's not top top two? Um, he has. Since he lost to Aldo at, UFC, at UFC 156, he's beat Charles Oliveira, BJ Penn badly, Cub Swanson, he Uriah Faber, Chad Mendez, Jeremy Stevens, decent and he guys. lost to Aldo. He's lost to the only two people he's lost to in the last like eight, eight fights, fights is, is Jose Aldo twice. Yeah. Who's that 
Jose. Who's that guy Jose. after Oliveira? And in the last ten fights, he's only lost Jose, to Jose and Ben Anderson. Is he anybody? <laughs> I mean, who was depends. he used to be? He used to be the phenom. Prodigy. He used to be the prodigy. It's um. You guys notice that the temperature in here is? I notice that you are sweating profusely. Sweating profusely. Are you nervous? I'm not nervous at all. But tonight's going to be an all-nighter for me. I'm going to be up all night. Why? I'm moving. What? Who is this guy? I don't know. <laughs> I got to pack up, brother. Got to pack up and get ready. Where are you moving to? Come on. like <laughs> I'm just playing around with him. I know you're moving to Upper St. Clair. Well, you're in Upper St. Clair. Wait, you're moving? <laughs> I didn't know that. This is I, news to us. Come on. you got to anyway, share this. Let's yeah, continue so to tell talk. Tell me the deal. No, you already started it. You said you're going to be up all night. Tell me yeah, i got to pack. I gotta, we're closing on our house on Friday. i got to ha- have the house ready to go, empty on Wednesday. Where are you moving it to? Into so the new house? If anyone, or, no. into storage. Storage? Okay. Yeah. Where will you be staying? Uh, John's in house. The storage. Oh, you're living at John's. Okay. Who, sure. you? Yes. Just you? And Sammy. You and Sammy. Me and Sammy going to going to Johnny Stats. Where is your garage. family going? They're going to my in-laws' house. Why aren't you going to your in-laws' house? Because I have the dog. Because you have the dog. Have you seen the size of that dog? It's a very large dog. Yes. We have an English Mastiff. She's about 170 pounds. She's probably tearing apart the house right now. <laughs> Why don't you bring her in for podcasts? Because she doesn't have much good to say. Well, she's got a lot. N- to neither say. does neither does Altieri. Or I mean, what's yeah, your what's that? your pen name? Who's, what's your it's stage, stage name, name again? Johnny Stats. <laughs> Johnny Stats. So I'm moving in with you. <laughs> you just wanted to be Johnny Stats so that I'd move in with you. <laughs> I you can't. Have him. He's the he's the, he's too busy. He has a, he has one child. I have a child to take care of, John. They only have a two-to-one parent-to-child zone, ratio. They're Come still on. in. They're still in. Not even zone coverage. Okay. So Cerrone's Dropped number coverage. eight. Yeah, he's not. Number he's eight. not a top yeah. five guy. Uh-oh, the clothes the are shirt. coming off. Uh-oh. There's the first layer. There's the first layer. All right. Um, off in here. Do we think Jessica Andrade has a chance here? Yes. Do you? She has. She definitely has a chance. You just like her because we met her at 203. No, you asked if she had a chance, and of course she has a chance. Everybody no, I'm saying has a chance. Okay. So you're <laughs> picking her then? No, I'm picking. I'm picking. You want to? Okay, so are we? Are we picking? When are we picking? No, we're not picking tonight. No, we're not we picking. We're just time. talking about yeah. the just fights. informal picks. Yeah, you can just make a... This isn't your final pick. This Nothing. isn't your official pick. Not that we've ever kept our official picks, but... I mean... DraftKings, we, we, we will on the start website. having our official pick because DraftKings is a affiliate of Octagon247.com and MMA FanCast. So awesome. Where we, can we find that link? We can't yeah. yet okay. because we got to have a login we, we first. we got issues. Gotcha. There's, um, there's issues. There's, there's issues. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm pulling teeth. When it comes to getting things oh, done, Ryan the dentist Middleton. I am the dentist <laughs> because I'm always pulling teeth with these clowns. Hold on, you even look like him. We got to get you that little hat. This <laughs> is Herbie. This is Herbie. 
What's Herbie? No, come we... on, Herbie. Oh, Herbie. Yes, it's Herbie right there. Doesn't he look like him? Oh my! He goodness. does. He has no Who's idea. Herbie what you're again? About. <laughs> Doesn't he... you know who Herbie is? Come on, Herbie, Herbie the car the from Speed bug? Racer. The no. love bug. Sahara. He knows who I'm talking about. I actually don't. Here's the thing. <laughs> you say things and nobody ever knows what you're talking yeah. about. This is nothing new. Not all of us now grew he's up Googling on black and white Herbie. radio. <laughs> what the you're, heck? You're he preceded black and white TV. I got you. Yeah. What, are you looking up Herbie now? <laughs> like, please have there be a Herbie. <laughs> so, um, on to things that aren't. Mooney related. <laughs> Junior Dos Santos. Tell me that's not him. That's him. <laughs> that is. I'm Herbie the Dennis. Yeah. From Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> anyway. It is you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look right there. Hey, that was good. Do that again. Stipe Miocic. So good on podcast. Too. From Cleveland. Yeah, it looks really good on podcast. It's just amazing. Um, Stipe Miocic. Defends his belt. He's now in his third. Will this be his third title defense against Junior Dos Santos? This is a rematch. These guys fought before. This this was actually um, Stipe's path to a to a title shot. Came. This is what his third or second. That's what I'm pulling up now. It is. He defended against Overeem. Mm-hmm. And That's who a fun else? Fight. Who else has he defended against? He won it against Verdum. That's it. He no, he has this is his third one. He won it against Verdum, defended against Overeem. And this is this it. Is this is his second, second defense. defense. Well, but he beat didn't he beat the Arlovsky or whatever? Andre Arlovsky, that was a number one contender fight. Oh, that was number one contender. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He you're beat right. the brakes yep. off him. So Dos Santos beat him. Dos Santos. Dos Santos beat him in a decision. Junior DS is, is and what we were That's to. JDS. What are you guys talking about? Junior DS. Continue. No, I don't. Who calls him Junior D- DS? Kenny Flo does. You're the worst. <laughs> Dead air is really good for podcasting, by the way. Well, I mean, well, clears the air, you know. Why is it my responsibility to talk? No, we got. We host. got. Yeah, we got Ride Dog <laughs> Johnny Stats. One of them two could speak up. Doesn't always have to be me. I don't have to carry the show. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I know we're we're we've just been riding your coattails all along. It's hot in here. It my is hot. Back in is here. killing me. Yeah. From carrying the uh-huh. show. <laughs> so steep a. When was the last? What is this? His first show in 2017. <laughs> I think it is. Hey, we're about is. to climb the charts again. When's the last time you were on the show? Um, last time it was popular. Do you know? <laughs> do you know that? Um, hey, what happened to your parole officer? <laughs> Is that we something you can we talk straighten about? things out. Yeah, okay, we can. Just, I'll right. share more details. All right. That'll be one of the Easter eggs <laughs> at the end of this podcast. No, this is the middle of the podcast. <laughs> so just no. Continue. He can talk about his his parole. What's his name? You don't want to share. 
JDS. JDS. Are you done? <laughs> it's not me. So, Junior Dos Santos, last, lo- last loss, or Stipe Miocic's last loss came against JDS. His only other loss came against Stefan Struve in 2012 in England. It was the fight of the night, and he got knocked out. Um, so, that, I mean, you think about, when I think about Stefan Struve and who he is, and the heavy, current heavyweight champ lost to him. That's, like, crazy to me. Well, it's a different time period. Well, I mean, it's only how long yeah, ago. Still, still. Five years ago. It's a long He was 9-0 and long before that. fighting. He was, he was 9-0 and before that. Yeah, but you don't know what the training camp was like. You don't know if he was fighting hurt. You don't know any of these things. Well. It was he, five years ago. He still... It's it, he's still alive. That's okay. a blemish on his You want to Terry, Terry Dactyl exclusive and still. <laughs> One of the, you know, the strikes against your record, um, coming against Struve for me for a heavyweight is is like, so I think that person is very susceptible to losing. It, it's not like he, he lost to a decision or he lost to strikes. So um, I'm a, I'm a Steve Amiochik fan. I like the guy, and I want him to continue to be the champ. However, I'm telling you, JDS, especially in the first two rounds, he has power far, far exceeding anything Stefan Struve could even come close to. And so, you know, we saw it when he won the belt against Cain uh, Velasquez, and that was actually a uh, heavyweight championship fight, the first Fox card it was actually UFC on Fox's first card. It was the only fight they showed. They had an hour special uh, to introduce the UFC being on Fox, and it was a big JDS knockout. And we see that power. I think Stipe gets hit a lot, and he's very susceptible to a yeah. knockout. Yep. I think he's a better fighter than than Dos Santos by a little bit, maybe. But he's very susceptible to So if you had out. to pick, you'd pick JDS right now? If you had to pick right now? My heart says Stipe, and I'll be rooting for him. Yeah. But it's not a fight I'm, I'm like, excited about. It's one of and the I like both guys. Honestly, yeah. I like JDS. I think yeah. he's a good guy. I, I, I like him. But it's hard to think that Stipe's not going to have a hard time here, avoiding the power of, of Dos Santos. I wonder what the betting odds are for Joanna or Joanna Jedracek versus Andrade. That would be an interesting. It's Andrade. That's got to be Andrade. Andrade. Yeah, I think. That's that's got to be some pretty uh, heavy odds towards the champion. At thirteen and zero. Yeah, it's I mean, got to be some heavy odds. I'm thinking like four. Four to one. Yeah. Well, let's see if someone Maybe can pull that up. Johnny pull Stats. <laughs> Johnny Stats. It's a stat. I can't pull it up. I can't wait to hear the introduction of this show. It is like straight out of it's 1989. Vince McMahon is introducing the Royal Rumble. It's no, amazing. I think of it as Saturday night's main event. I love it. And in this corner, the ultimate warrior. <laughs> I am the ultimate. The, so, <laughs> Terry Dactyl, what did you think of the interview with Dominic Mazzotta? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. When I asked oh, him yeah, to do, he went straight into promo mode. There was there was not even a hesitation. That's a real wrestling fan because anybody else would have been like, oh, let me let me think about like how he did it or there was like he was like he was like went straight into it. Well, as soon as I, and that that was not a prepared question. Like it was just off the top of my head, I was like, "Hey, are you a pro wrestling fan?" And he's like, "Huge." And Wait, you like, must oh. have you yeah, but you knew he was a pro wrestling fan before the interview because you said you're a pro wrestling fan. If you were to right? no, no no, I asked him. I oh. said, "Are you by any chance are you a pro wrestling oh, fan?" Okay, like or oh, so did you, you didn't grow know up beforehand? I had no idea. Oh wow, and he went straight into it. No, and I said, "Are you a pro wrestling fan, or were you when you grew up?" And he said, "Huge pro wrestling fan." I still said, or was? He made it sound as if he was still. Awesome. And so I said, okay, great. I want you to give me a promo for people to listen, to for people to watch live on Spike TV tonight. You're, and then he says, the cream of the crop. The cream rises to the top. How long did that fight go? I saw the ending. 75 Obviously. seconds. Okay, so, all right, that's good. Because from the clip, it made it look like the fight had just started and... Okay, well, it so kind of had. Pretty much did. Well, but, yeah. se- but 75, it's a minute and 15 in. It Correct. wasn't like opening. Well, they were they were going back and forth. Okay. Um, each other out. You know. What, and did you talk to him after? What was what was his I, I just mindset? texted him and, and, yeah. and just said, you know. A lot of times. So the thing with fighters, and this was his first time, at, you know, a big, a big opportunity for him. Yep. And, you know, he feels like, oh, man, I blew this. And, and. Hopefully, like they, they can cut him at any time. Hopefully, they give him a second fight. Yeah, I think he's a guy that can be in Bellator's top five of the division right off the bat. I just happen to think, and you are a pretty good eye for talent. I, I just happen to think that he fought a guy who is it's, a phenom. It's kind of like a guy who's kind of like CM good. Punk fighting Mickey Gall. I mean, CM Punk's going to probably be the number two guy behind Mickey Gall, right? Yeah, something like that, <laughs> except <laughs> totally different. Except CM Punk will never fight again. He's now taking jobs on in reality shows. Oh, really? Yes. What, what show? He's on some reality show where like contestants. The Bachelor. Have you found that line yet? Yeah. Well, there's no Wait. official lines out yet, but um, wow, there's if, a if site that yeah that puts it at. I'd uh, I definitely put money on that. At, at so minus one forty five. Yeah, Jedi that's check good odds. That's well, real good that, odds. That says that um, a lot of people believe that Andrade is a good matchup. Right. She's, I, she's at plus one fifteen. So yeah. So Jedicek, if I'm pronouncing that right, yeah, I think so. Is a very good striker, and she's been able to keep fights on the feet, but and Andrade is a good. A well-rounded fighter, and and will have a big advantage on the ground most likely. So, I mean, it really depends on if she can get the fight to the ground, where she has a major advantage, versus if it stays on the feet. Where, I mean, Joanna has the length on her and the striking on her on the feet. Andrade is definitely going to have an advantage on the ground. It's classic. Striker versus grappler. Pretty sure we can fund the podcast by betting on Jedrzejczyk. Really? Yeah. I'm going to put all of my sweat equity on the line. Sweatquity. I'm going to put all my sweat equity so on So you're putting check. nothing on the line. Well, I'm putting all the sweat equity. So Wait, you're putting I, nothing I on the, the line. I remember the last time this guy 
put money down on something. Well, did he put money down on well, it? Well, I remember the last bet that I made was against Jim Mooney when he said no, for Manny's, no, uh, no, Pittsburghers no. were 100% You sold. didn't put no. money down on anything. I know. I won the bet, but he didn't pay up. Yeah, he still owes no, 10 push-ups. I think we're talking about um, an event that occurred back in November 2016. November of 2016. And you said it, it was easy money. What was 205? it? 205? No. 205 was in November. The vote. Oh, oh yeah. Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Well, You're I was like, wrong oh, about that, win, and so were a lot of other people. A lot of people were wrong about that one. Well, you were one of them. Yes. Man. I was one of the many. <laughs> Notice how he has to say, he can't just say I was wrong. Just, no, I was one, no, I was it, wrong. It, it's not my fault because no, lots no, no. of other people were wrong. I was wrong. I literally could have hedged my bet. I could have hedged you my bet. You literally sound like a millennial. Oh, what? wait, you are the millennial here. Actually, I'm not a millennial, but... What year were you born? And that's none of your dang business, and I yeah. appreciate you staying out exactly. of my personal <laughs> Exactly. Second You're second a millennial, thing. that's yeah, why. Not. <laughs> but, but, but anyways, regarding that, I could have put, like, $20 on Trump and literally taken 80 if Hillary won, and I was like, why waste the 20 bucks? I was that confident, just like everybody that else. Hillary so then, yeah, you're doubling down on being wrong. Yeah, you're doubling down on being dumb. Yeah, I think so. Because you're basically by not making that bet. Yeah. Well, it would. It was a little bit more complicated. I would have had to actually go online and set up an account. So, I'm just saying theoretically. Did you ever pay that bet? Uh, Be honest. No. Okay. I, didn't. I <laughs> so tried you're a to. Welser too. Well, I tried to. I tried to, and they wouldn't accept. Yeah, I thought, I thought we talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah, I was ready to pay up, but yeah, I don't, I don't mind like rubbing your nose in in the poop on the carpet. So. <laughs> okay. I usually try to keep it out of the house. But. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the the headliner. No, of let's talk prelim. about politics more. Prelim. <laughs> yeah, that's what people. That's why people listen. Yeah, totally. Um. UFC 211 prelim headlining bout is Eddie Alvarez versus Dustin Poirier. Eddie Alvarez makes a statement in this fight. He had a very tough loss to Conor McGregor. Very tough loss. I think he went into that fight, uh, psyched himself out. Not that he's a better fighter than Conor McGregor, but he he ate the hype of Conor McGregor, and I think he's going to avenge that against Dustin Poirier. I think he didn't eat the hype of Conor McGregor. <coughs> Excuse me. I think... <laughs> I think maybe you just did. <laughs> yeah, you ate something. I think that he didn't believe in Conor McGregor, and he and that changed in an instant. The first punch he took against... The first time Conor tagged him, he instantly said, Oh, crap. And I, I truly believe that that's exactly what happened. He realized, oh man, what am I, what did I get myself into? Uh, and and he was probably thinking in his head, how am I going to get out of this round? And it was probably a moral victory, getting out of the first round, to him. And then it didn't take much longer to end the fight. Hey, I loved by the way on the last podcast you guys shared the story about. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I mean that's a good story. It uh, is. But, but when you said that I had, 
Uh, I wasn't embarrassed at all. It, it's like it's like the it's pathetic. it's like the seventy it's like the seventy or eighty year old grandpap who like farts in public and just doesn't care. <laughs> she just fans it out and just doesn't care. I. You'll have to download and listen to the last podcast to know exactly what Terry Dactyl is talking about it's here. 26. Episode 26. Episode 26. 26. You're listening to episode 27 right now. Go back, listen to episode 26, and you can hear the story that we're talking about with Terry Dactyl um, incorrectly. I still have no remorse about that. I still think it's funny. It's like the time that I was in first grade and I wore a bow tie with a t-shirt. My mom let me. And, you know, a couple years later I was a little embarrassed about it. Now I'm so glad that I did because it's freaking hilarious. I love the fact that I got Drew Dober confused with, uh, what's his name? You're the one that screamed it at Drew Dober. Uh, ladies Ricky. and gentlemen, Ricky Lundell. World famous Ricky Lundell. They do no, look you said alike. world famous trainer. World famous trainer Ricky Lundell. But but Google, look, fans at home, especially my fans. No, no. Go back and Go. listen to episode 26. You can hear the full story. Google We're not going to get into it now. Drew Dober and Ricky, uh, Ricky Lundell. Lundell. And, and you'll see why I got confused. I. Oh, oh, sorry, guys. I had to get that one out. That felt good. All right. So, Eddie Alvarez looking to avenge his loss. Listen, if I'm going to say this again. If Eddie Alvarez wants to stand with Dustin Poirier, he is going to lose. He 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 does not go into this fight looking to exchange punches. If he does, if he wants to say, hey, listen, guys, I'm not that bad on my feet. Let me show you. He's going to lose. He needs to get this fight on the ground. Dustin Poirier is a better stand-up fighter than him. And mark my words, if he keeps the fight standing and doesn't look for the takedown, doesn't look for the clinch game, doesn't look for to use his wrestling, he will lose once again. I'm going to agree with you. I, I think he's setting himself up and... I could be wrong on this, but I think he may come out and try to make a statement and say, look, it was a bad night for me. I kept moving into Connor's left hand, and that was my problem. I kept going right when I should have been going left. Let me show you guys what I can do. Or he could say, I kept losing when I should have been winning. I kept, like, throwing my face at Connor's fist. Yeah, I... That was that's well said. Well said. But I think he's going to come out and try and make a statement and show his punching power, which, to your point, if he's going to do that with Poirier, it's going to be an early night, I think, for him. Absolutely. Comments over there in the peanut gallery, anything? All right. I want you to look at this. <laughs> look at this picture. That's you don't Ricky have to Lundell. listen. Get over That's it. Drew Dober. Come on, guys. Come on. No, they're two yeah. different people. Yeah, I know. That's like saying all white guys look the same. Dude, it's just not true. Keep keep the racism off the podcast. Yeah, you're the racist one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> looking at... Okay, so that's that's May... When is that? May 15th? What was the date on that? May 13th. May 13th. So the following weekend, we have on May 19th, I believe... Friday night, we have Bellator 179 coming from 
I believe London, England, isn't it? Correct. Is it London? I believe I know you it's are correct. Today. Yeah, they're going to be all over the place coming up. So we have Paul Daly defending. Um, is he the champ? Or is this is this an open? Uh, is he the welterweight champ? But he, but he, but he. I believe that is. I'm gonna uh, look at a that title fight. It is a title yeah. fight, but um, is it a vacant title or is no. who did Paul Daly win to get the get the belt? He anyway, beat, he beat that one guy. He is fighting Rory McDonald. When is this fight? This is we already said 19th. that nineteenth, 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 May nineteenth. Yeah. Six days after uh, UFC 211, we have Bellator 179. Um, I'm going to be on vacation for all these fights. Where are you going? She has to keep Florida. How are you getting there? for three weekends. Vehicle. Vehicle. Long drive. Long drive. If you need a driver, I know one. Yeah, the Midnight Rider. Yeah. The Midnight Driver. He's not the Midnight Rider. He's the Midnight no. Driver. Oh, you were the Midnight Ryan's Rider. Ryan's the Midnight Rider. <laughs> Ryan's the Midnight Snorer. That's what kept me going. <laughs> Powered the vehicle. Okay, this isn't a championship fight, guys. Paul Daly and McDonald is not for the belt. Um, Who's the champ? In the welterweight uh, division. You want to pull that up? I'm pulling it up. So, Roy McDonald, I think, is the man. He could make a run at the belt um, in Bellator. Could and will. He, I I think he's got the experience, the right amount of experience, the right amount. Um, I think he was in the top of the UFC welterweight He's division. the one guy that they let go that actually they what? shouldn't have. I don't know that they shouldn't have. Well, it's not that they shouldn't have. He still has drawing power to leave. I think he has. I think he has ability to be in the top five. I think he's good enough, but I don't think he's like a draw. He's a good pickup for Bellator, though. Is he? Is he a good draw? Um, he's a good talent. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But is he a guy you look forward to fighting? Is he a guy who you would go I to see? I gotta be honest. There's not really anybody in Bellator that's a draw for me. Well, that's because I mean you don't really know. Like Paul Daly's a draw. Paul Daly's an exciting fighter. He's a knock knockout artist. When you say he's strength. a draw, you mean he's a draw to MMA fans? He's a well. Yeah. I'm not. We're not targeting NFL fans. Well, there's a difference between drawing a casual fan and drawing That's MMA true. fans. That's a good point. Well, by you. I don't think there's anyone that you can't target. You can't be the second league, then you know, and and be targeting. You got to be targeting MMA fans and build it on off of that, because you're not going to be able to pay someone like a McGregor that's going to draw. You're not going to be able to pay Anderson Silva. You're not going to be able to pay guys. That... Well, but you can hope to develop somebody like that. I mean, I'll give you an example. But how are you going to... Fedor is a draw. Correct. He is probably... Who Who all is you fighting sh- on that MSG card? Fedor is fighting. He's Fedor a draw. Fedor Mitrione. Right? Yeah. There's, other, there's two other big fights. They're... Sonnen. Chael Sonnen and Vanderlei Silva. So that'll be an interesting fight. That'll be an interesting fight. Okay, that's sort. Yeah, that's 
I mean, after seeing Chael's last performance against Tito, that guy runs his mouth more than he does runs in the gym. <laughs> you know? No, that's not true. So I don't think he was probably prepared for that fight, but no, traditionally he's he was. Definitely not prepared for that traditionally fight. Traditionally he has been. And TRT did that body good. Traditionally he has been prepared for fights. What um, happened in that last one then? Um, I just don't think he trained as hard as he normally does. So you have Phil Davis and Ryan Bader, which Phil Davis wasn't the original opponent for Ryan Bader, but now Ryan Bader's getting a title shot, and I think that that's a very winnable fight for him. He's already beaten him once. Um, there's a there's quite a few there's good fighters on this fight on this card. Lorenzo Larkin versus uh, Lima. Uh, Michael Chandler's on the card. Wait, Douglas it. Lima? Yeah. Uh. I thought he was the welterweight. He is the welterweight champion. champion. Is that a Douglas title shot? Lima. Lorenz Lark, of course. I mean, if he's a, if he's a um, welterweight champ, is he the champ? Yes, he is welterweight. Lima. Okay. I believe you. Don't get mad at me. Believe it. So let's jump back to one seventy nine. Paul Daly and Rory McDonald. I think that. Okay, this is a guy. This is a clear case of striker versus grappler again. Paul Daly wants to keep the fight standing. Rory McDonald, he has some good stand up, but he doesn't have the power. And the more he stands later in the fight, he can stand up and be effective. Early in the fight, he wants to wear him down. He wants to grapple with him and get him to the ground. He wants to uh, dirty box. He wants to take the fight down because a. A fresh Paul Daly, you don't want to go toe to toe with because he has the power to end the fight in any minute. Yes. Um. So I yeah, Czech Congo's on this on this card. Oh, love me some Czech Congo. Yes. <laughs> that was just kind of creepy, actually. <laughs> I love me some Czech Congo. That's just that's a sweet name too. It's not a meal. You made it sound like it was like oh, I'm gonna go to. In an out burger and order a Czech Congo. Have you eaten In and Out Burger? He's, he's saying, yeah. is it as good as everybody Czech says mix. it is? It's pretty good. You were thinking Czech mix, huh? I was thinking like Czech, Czech Congo, Congo come, coming back against Pat Berry. Czech Congo mix. We, he should have a Czech mix flavor Czech Congo mix. Yeah. Market that. Marketing yeah. team needs to work yeah. on this. It'd be have these, like, it'd have be like Muddy Buddy plus M&M's. Have these really and that'd be good. Like upper body... This huge upper body dude with like these little, I don't know. He doesn't have that little legs, but compared to his upper body, he's pretty, he's pretty big upper body. Um, Augusto Sakai? I don't know. Sounded good. Sakai? You were the one that we go to for name pronunciation. Yes. And then. Because we don't want to be able to pronounce people's names. Right. A couple young guys on the, on the undercard. Um, a couple guys with undefeated records putting that uh, undefeated record on the line. So a good card for Bellator 179. That leads us to uh, looking ahead to UFC 212. Yeah, this is lacking some serious star power. 
Really? Yeah. I look here and I see a TBA against Anderson Silva. What, what's up? I thought it was maybe Nick Diaz or like. Well, what? we'll have to see. Okay. There's no th- this this card should have GSP and Bisping on it. Well, and that is the. That's a major. Is that the July card? For... This it's... is June third. June 3rd. Okay. No, 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 because the July card... Well, yeah, that's what... The July card is International Fight Week. Oh, and that's the one that, that uh, that's Johnny Bones Jones can't fight on because he's not cleared, right? Um, I don't know. So maybe maybe they saved GSP and Bisping for International Fight Week. So a- International Fight Week is a loaded stack card, so whatever card is before that, they got to be very strategic and... and uh, not give away a lot. Not... Yeah, exactly. So... I think whatever's going to be on here. So you have the the title fight. Well, we have the title fight with uh, Jose Aldo and Max Holloway, and then after that, um, the cards kind of up in the air. But but you love those cards. Well, I mean, I think there's some good matchups in those cards. This, the list we have in front of us, I don't think is necessarily in order because I don't think Eric Silva is going to be that low on the card. Um, so I think there's still work on this card to be done, but you know the featherweight championship is obviously the uh, the highlight of the card and will will continue to be the headlining. But fight. the interesting thing is a similar matchup: Max Holloway versus Anthony Pettis was. That was also the card. That was 206 that lacked some serious draw. Mm-hmm. And that was your favorite card of the year. Absolutely. It was because it was the best card of the year. Now, j- jumping back up, I thought uh, there was some talk about Spider fighting OSP. Uh, I know he just fought recently. Yes. The, but... the Spider OSP is a rumored fight, but I don't think it's been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it, Spider OSP. Um, but taking a so let's jump ahead to the two thirteen card. You have that. That's the um, July eighth card. In, Bones won't be cleared in Vegas for International Fight Week, and this is traditionally one of the biggest fight cards of the year. They do GSP Bisbang. Now, are you saying uh, Bones John, Johnny Bones Jones won't be cleared? I don't believe that he will be cleared for that early. But there's two fights in July. There's one on the 8th, I believe, and then there's one on the 29th. So there's a possibility that, that could, they could have two really strong cards back-to-back. Well, okay, so the uh, international, that that card is going to be a big card by itself. Well, it already so, is. So, so, so maybe they hold off and put uh, John Jones on the next card. I mean, you know, for drawing power. Well, but they can't. They uh, he's not going to be cleared for the July eighth. That's why I said it. He's saying after. next card. Yes. Yeah, I think it's great. So you like that idea. Here's the Let's other. Here's the other difficult I'm thing, guys. It. Looking at two twelve. In the weakness of the card, we already stated. So knowing that two two thirteens international fight week, they got to have big fights on that, that makes card. Sense. So so here's the difficult thing. Between June 3rd and July 8th, you have UFC Fight Night 110, UFC Fight Night 111, UFC Fight Night 112, and the Ultimate Fighter 25 finale. 
all in between those two cards. Wow. So there are Ooh, wait, a between lot. The June 29th or the June 8th card? Or the, I'm sorry, the July so, 8th or the June... Or June 3rd and July 8th. There's, there's that many there's cards. that many Every cards. Every weekend there's something. Correct. And wow. so, so the difficult thing is each one of those cards has have to have a main event. Yeah. Has to have someone in the top five against someone in the top ten. Wow. Or something to that level. Yeah. So those are cards. Those are fights that couldn't be added to to thirteen. Right. So I think that's going to be a, a difficult thing to get eyeballs well, on all of those fight nights. But let me tell you though, from from a numbers perspective, you could have GSP fight Bisbing, and and who cares about the undercard? People are going to pay to see that. Not necessarily. Okay. Not in the numbers you're talking. So, so you're talking. So when you put a, a stack card together, the numbers are double almost. I so don't yeah, think you, you can get an eight hundred thousand. You can get an eight hundred thousand if you put Conor McGregor against someone and you know a top it's contender. Do a million buys. You can you're, you're going to get eight hundred thousand to a million buys. You but if you have Conor a stack McGregor card, you anybody. double it. If you put Conor McGregor against anybody, he draws a million buys. Um, I wouldn't say a million against anybody. I would say a million against anybody. If, you, if he if, fought me, he would definitely do a million buys. No, he wouldn't. That, you, wouldn't, you're be saying a, right that now. wouldn't be a fight. So. <laughs> right now. Here's the other thing you have to think about. When they put Conor McGregor on a card, they usually jack up the price. And you can't jack up the price if you don't have a stack rest of the card. See... I've never, I, I, I don't know where, where do you get that? Like I paid fifty nine ninety nine for two hundred five, and that's as big of a card as you're gonna find. You didn't pay for the HD version. Yeah, I did. Where did you watch it at? Comcast. I watched it at home. It was fifty nine ninety nine. Okay, what about two hundred? Was more than that. I don't know. I'm just saying I've only bought one, and that was the, the arguably the biggest card of the year, and it was fifty nine ninety nine. So I didn't know about. Jacking up any prices. All right, so let's talk about uh, McGregor for a second. If that fight actually happens, how do you think they line up that card? Because would you want to see a boxing match on the undercard? Would you care about that? No, I'm just, on the undercard? What are you talking about? Yeah, well, because there's not going to be just that fight. It's going to be a oh, full you mean, card. You're saying if it's a UFC event. Are you guys talking about McGregor and Mayweather? Mayweather. Mayweather. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be boxing on their card. Is You're it going to be a UFC event? No. Listen, listen. It's in partnership with UFC. If it's a UFC event... It's, it's not a UFC event. You don't know. They haven't booked anything. It's not a UFC event. Why are you saying it's not a UFC event? Because it's not going to be a UFC event. It's a, it's a boxing match. It's going to be... But, but as far as the promotion goes... It's, it's how it's going to be. Well, that's what we're discussing. Well, I'm not saying that it's. I'm not saying that it's going to be sponsored by some boxing promotion or whatever else. It's going to be an exhibition, but it's going to be all boxing matches. You don't know that. Well, it's, I do. I'm Terry Dactyl. I've got the scoop, guys. Come on, listen to me. When have I been wrong? Come on. Every oh, time you've true, opened yeah. your Except mouth, for the presidential election, right? Except for the presidential CM Punk. He shocked Except the world. That, I said he shocked okay. the world. So now that's he did. Two. Come on. He shocked the world. Nobody thought he would lose that bad. Okay? 
I was wrong about the presidential election. The only thing. Name one the other only thing. thing you got. Oh, maybe your Drew corner. Dober and Ricky the Lindell only thing. Okay, there's there's three. So you keep opening the bag. I, on I yourself. think the easier question. The would only be, thing he's got is what Kuby have you Brown? gotten right? Okay, let me Kuby tell you Brown, what I've gotten it. right. No, 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 no. That's it. What is it? No, no, no. QB Brown. Okay, QB Browns, but but also that's I'll tell you what you I got, got right. Pushing the freaking play button when you record a video—that's what I got right. You, you I pressed never the play that. button. I, I pushed the record button, <laughs> and I got and I captured every interview for you. You did. He which did is more than I can say. The for rest the of the room guys. can't make that claim. <laughs> I I pressed the record button. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, when, when I can't when the interview it, it was over. Respond. But five I minutes, pressed... you stared at a screen that showed. <laughs> Pause. That's not what happened. <laughs> that is what happened. Anyway, let's not bring that up ever again. It just infuriates me. Let's talk about who was more nervous, Hoist Gracie or Ryan Middleton. In the interview? <laughs> yeah. Why did we... We weren't nervous. <laughs> I didn't pick that up at all. So, yeah, I totally disagree with you that it's going to be all boxing matches. Okay. I mean, Listen, you could be wrong, it, it, and nobody's going to stop you. It hasn't been... De- like, I, I love how you guys act like there's been a determination of no. anything. I, was just I have because determined... There are two things that as can a happen. promoter... No, no. Two things can happen. Yes. The UFC agrees to let it be a a, a boxing-sanctioned thing, Which they and will. they get paid off. Yes, that's okay. exactly that's what's one. Happen. That's one alternative. Yep, that's what's going to happen. In right. which case... There will be probably boxing prelim matches. Yes. The other scenario is that the UFC is the promoter, which is just as likely, in my opinion. And they're the ones paying everyone out, which is probably a better scenario for everyone. And they have prelims that could be MMA. They're going to have both a cage there. And they've done this before with wrestling and... And in MMA and wrestling and boxing, they've had both both things. In, and if they do it, they can have it in an arena. And there's plenty of room. Nope, not in a in a in a stadium. In a stadium, yeah. Possible. It, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they end up doing that. When they end up doing it, if they well, end up. Here's doing the thing. It. I've started to become a, a believer that it's never going to happen. Really? There's yes. too much money for it to not happen. They're talking about June, July. They, they need to do it now. Yeah. They, it's... It needs to happen, like, already. Yeah. And and from what I'm hearing, my sources are telling me that they're not even talking right now. They're, they've come to a stagnant in in the talks. They're not currently speaking. My sources tell me that it's going to be a complete undercard of boxing. I I don't text directly with Dana White, but my sources tell me... Did you ever hear Randy Orton's intro music? Did you ever hear it? It says, I hear voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk to me. Those are his sources in his head. Right? Am I right? Are they giving you good information? I mean, you'll find out once it happens. And then everybody know that Terry Dactyl is the secret sauce and the 
Yes. Looking ahead, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up here in in a moment. Looking ahead to the schedule for UFC, guys, they're, they're moving everywhere. around. They're everywhere. They are really getting around. Dallas, Texas, Stockholm, Sweden, Rio de Janeiro, New Zealand, Singapore, Oklahoma City, Las Vegas, Glasgow, Scotland, and it just goes on and on. Netherlands, Edmonton, on uh, Edmonton, what province is Edmonton in? Edmonton, Alberta, Alberta, Canada. There you go. Poland, and that—I mean—that travel schedule. This is a good time to be one of the staffers at the UFC because you—you get to go to places that are pretty cool. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about um, recently, we saw at um, the last UFC fight night. Al Iaquinta fought his last fight um, on his current contract with the UFC. Had a great, quick knockout of of um, um, Diego Sanchez, and brutally. I mean, Diego Sanchez is a guy who has a lot of wear and tear and has taken a lot of punches. But the guy doesn't go down. He doesn't give up. Right. He he's like the machine guy. He's the guy that like he just come. He's like a zombie. He keeps coming back. You could have him. Dazed and he'll just like zombie on through that flurry, but not against Ayakinta. He made him, um, he made him look like a normal fighter, which no one else has been able to do. And that was that was one thing. And he did not get the knockout of the night bonus because there was another great knockout. I do not fault. There was another great knockout, and you. I don't give the bonus to one or the other. He's claiming that Dana White and the UFC, and they might, certainly, that they use the bonuses as a way to control the fighters. He has been very outspoken, negative about the UFC, um, said some very harsh things that I guarantee you are not being taken lightly. And... You know, there's been a lot of criticism of him for going to this extreme. It, maybe you could want to, f- you can feel all those things, but to voice it with, you're, you're not a contracted fighter with any organization. He wants to get paid, wants to make more money, and yet he's running his mouth um, in a negative way about his former employer, and he's not under contract with anyone else. Your thoughts? Oh, well, he says cut Sage North cut. I yeah. yeah it says you are being cut. Him. Sorry, kid. Get some experience outside the UFC. Maybe we'll bring you back for the Ultimate Fighter. What is? It? I mean, Al. what the things he said about the UFC yeah. are? You know, it was all over the place. F Dana White and you guys. Quads. On a Sage North codes ripped. All of a bunch of nasty things about the UFC. Now, like I said. I think he can feel all those things, but to voice that is just not smart. It's not good business. Yeah. You want to say stuff to promote your fight coming up and egg people on, but when you don't have a fight coming up because you have no contract, you don't necessarily need to suck up to the bosses, but you definitely don't want to tell them off. Well, and, and maybe he says, I'm going to Bellator, but guess what you just did? You created little no bargaining power with yeah. Bellator. So you sit down with Bellator and say, yeah, I want to sign with Bellator. And they say, okay, well, here's what we're going to give you. 
oh, well, I feel I deserve more. Okay, oh, go get, get more. Yeah, go get Good more. Luck. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you make it so that you appear to be unsignable by the bigger organization that can outpay the organization that you're 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 going to sign with or think you're going to sign with? It just doesn't make sense. I know that these fighters want to have sponsors and have them be able to be in the ring and on their shorts and on their banner and all that stuff. But that's just not the way the UFC works right now. And there may, we may get to a time where the sponsorship money can be better in the UFC and they can, but right now this is the way it works and your pay is, is what it is. If you can get more money with sponsors, keep your mouth shut until you sign your contract. And then you can bad mouth all you want. It's just not smart. So, Al, keep your mouth shut. Know your role and shut your mouth. All right. So, that anything else, guys? We, we're, no, I think we covered a lot. We did cover a lot. We're looking forward to um, to the next couple months are, are, are packed with some action. We have a little bit of a lull right now, and, and that's good. We can t- catch our breath and... Uh, Really, uh, you know, get 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 ready and excited for the couple action-packed months of fights. You know, in the summer with the UFC is they're, you know, looking forward to um, big cards, and especially that July card, International yeah, Fight Week. July could be a big month for fighting. And even June, like leading up to that, there are so many cards that it's just fun to be a fight fan during this period because if you want to see... Even if you're just watching the main events, it's 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 a lot of great action, and uh, hey, quick historically question. looking back on cards and these fight night cards, you, when you look back at these, they're the stars of the future. They really are. So if you go back five years and you look at the fight night cards, it's it's the guys that are it's the steepes, it's the the top guys now were those guys before. So if you want to see who's going to be a star. In the UFC five years from now, watch the fight night cards. That's you're you're watching the future of the UFC. Question: um, I know years ago there was an Anderson Silva fight where he was acting all goofy, and it was in Brazil. And I knew that because somebody had looked up kind of the results before we watched the pay per view. And so my question is wait, now: wait, wait, wait. So you're saying you were watching on tape delay? It was on tape delay. Like the, the But Brazil's not a big time difference for us. So there'd be no reason to watch it on tape delay. I just know that as we were watching it at the normal ten o'clock, he knew what was gonna happen before it did. Okay. You guys didn't pause it or something like no, that. No. There was no okay. pausing or anything like that. Okay. This was um, uh, so Nasi. We were watching with Nasi. Nasi. No, no, no. This is like five years ago. You were watching it with us? No. This is a different, different group. Um, so my question is, is like I know that for the one of the last fights that they did in London or wherever else, somewhere in England, uh, they kept the 10 o'clock Eastern yes, time. Yes, that like, was the Bisbing fight. Right. Will they do that for Brazil as well? Do they do they stick it now? That, There's not a do. time change, though. It's... It, they're it's within an hour or two ahead, apart of us. Nothing. Major. That's what I mean. Will there be a tape delay, no. or do they just start? No, there's not later? a tape delay. They'll, 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 they'll either live. start it later. It'll be live. But they'll start it at ten our time. They'll just have to start it later. Correct. Okay. All, all pay per views. Yeah. If it's a fight night, they might 
yeah. alter it, maybe uh, do but like the pay per view is live. It's gonna have to be, or, or they 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 went through a period in the UFC where they started pay per views at nine o'clock, and they saw how it worked, and they moved it back to ten o'clock p.m. Eastern yeah. time. Yeah. Typically, pay per views are all gonna start live ten p.m. Eastern. That's time. how it should be. Well, guys, that will wrap us up. For this episode of MMA Fancast, we are so happy that you joined us. We're so happy you listened. Please, as a reminder, go on iTunes or whatever you are listening to it. If you're listening on Stitcher, whatever method you're listening to, rate us, review us, and hit the subscribe button. We again thank you so much on behalf of the cast here of MMA Fancast and Octagon247.com. This is Ryan Middleton signing off and saying thank you and God bless. Favorite fight of all time? Aren't you an Anderson fan? Wouldn't you like? Don't oh, you, you know, one of my one of the ones that I like is Silva Forrest Griffin. Just because Forrest it was Griffin just doesn't like, like so it. like. And um, that was. I I hated that. I hated that fight. I know. See, but that's something I like Weidman beating beating Silva. That is, yeah, you, not, uh, not the broken leg one because that was that was the, the that second was the rematch. Yeah. Oh, I like that, that one. I, I love fighting. Seeing that, uh, that leg ugly. just dangling, that was, <laughs> that was awesome. Ugly. Do you like it because of Anderson, or do you like it because you like seeing legs dangling? <laughs> I like seeing his leg yeah. dangling like that.